Well, Tim, here we are. We survived Christmas. New decade. New decade. I noticed that you haven't put on that Christmas poundage like I have, though. No. I For those who aren't watching the video, which Tim forgets mm. to upload a bit, yes. Uh, thankfully, you don't see that my girth has swelled by at least another inch. We oh, won't well, go there. It's a great start to the podcast, Mark. How are you? Mate, it is fantastic to be back. I mm. don't know what number we're up to anymore. I think it's about 11 or 12. Somewhere like that. But Something like that. I first hope that, first uh, one for this year. First one for the year, and I hope all of our listeners out there, or those who have been forced into listening, um, have had a great Christmas and are feeling refreshed. Yep. Because I don't know about you, but we're back into it. Yeah, it's been busy. I uh, had a little bit of time off, not a lot. Good break, come back, and yeah, straight back into it, actually. It's good. Yeah, look, it's, it's like somebody turned the tap on again, I think, uh, mm. on Monday of this week. But that's fantastic. We're, we're always here trying to trying to do as much as we can. Yeah. But, um, I believe we're going to talk about some things that you've actually had some real questions over the time. Not that mm. there's any questions that aren't real. I just say that but they've recently. made us actually think about the topic. Yeah, what we'd rub it on about tonight. Yeah, so um, maybe uh, if you could enlighten us on, mm. on what, we were, what we were saying might be a well, good thing to talk about. It was 2.53pm, Mark. It was, <laughs> was 17 degrees. I was driving in my car between Ballarat. No, I you did get it. You must have had the car set at 17 degrees. It I, hasn't been 17 degrees for a long I time. I did get a call yesterday. Yes. Past kind of mine. Owns a house out at, that's right, on the edge. I think, pretty sure it's Smysdale. Okay. Yeah, so good area. Good area. Bought it off me, rang and said, yeah, like I've done a renovation. And then, drum roll, he said, Tim, I'm wondering what your thoughts are about putting in a pool and whether oh. you think I'll overcapitalise if I do. You know, it's a really interesting thing, the, thing, mm. the pool. And I've had this come across, I've come across this a lot over time. Mm. And, you know, it's a totally different answer down here in Ballarat than it would be up there in Brisbane, mm. for instance. Yeah. So, look, we do get quite a bit. So, standard sort of questions I said to him, I won't say his real name, but... No, we'll of course not. We, we'll keep that to ourselves. Yeah, we'll keep that to ourselves. I said, uh, Bruce, let's go with Bruce. Bruce, um, what's it going to cost to put a pool in? And he said, oh, look, roughly, you know, probably about 40000 And I said, how long do you plan on staying there? I think that's a really important mm -hmm. question because the reality of it, we do mm -hmm. know. I'll let you keep going. I don't want and to steal your thunder. Steal your thunder. And he said, oh, you know, probably a couple of years, but... I said, so not like seven, eight, ten? No, no, nowhere near that long. And I said, I don't think you should put in a pool no. from a resale money back investment thing. So, Well, look, I, I couldn't agree more. Mm. I, I actually have found, um, as you, what my career has been in sales and now in the property mm. management, and I actually found that sometimes good meaning people can put a pool in and find they've actually reduced mm. what the property's worth. So yeah. they spent 40. And it's cost them more yeah. because they've expected more and they've actually got yeah. less because nobody wants it. So we went on to have a bit of a discussion, uh, Bruce and I, and basically chatted about sort of what you said, that if you're going to stay there for 10 years... Absolutely, that's fine. And you, want a, and you want a pool and you like a pool, yep. then put a pool in and worry Absolutely. about it down the track. But if you're purely doing it from a return or worry about overcapitalising, in Ballarat, on that style of property in the country, in Smysdale, it just it doesn't make sense. So Yeah, that's right. It, as you said, you may not even get your money back. And he went on to say that he had a property years and years ago that had a pool, and the person who bought it was an Italian person. I don't think that matters. But, no, but and still. They, 
one of the requests was that the pool be filled in prior to settlement. Now, that's so, a really interesting one because I've actually yeah. had something similar many years ago as well. Yep. And it's because some people look at a pool and think, great, it's recreation, barbecue, parties, yep. have a good time. Other people look at a pool and think, danger, cost. Kids. Problems about goes compliance. Green in winter. How constantly repairing it. If you ever want if you're it out, it's a bit harder. Areas because Ballarat's yeah. got a lot of soil too due to the fact of being a gold mining yep. area. It's not always conducive to keep a pool and you wouldn't mm. know that with certain places where yeah. they crack. Pool cracking's not a lot of fun, Tim. I wouldn't imagine so. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, I don't think we'll be getting sponsored by Bridges Wade. No, I think we're the... in trouble with Bridges Wade. Look, I think, and, and also from my point of view, if you're looking at it now, I know that every time I've mentioned anything that's got a pool or even a spa now outside. Tricky. It's very tricky from a rental position because you the compliance levels are fairly high. Yeah. Um, it's not just having offence. It's more than that. It is a lot more than that. And I don't know that everybody's caught up with now, but you actually have to register a pool with the council. Okay. Now. So if you don't have it registered, therefore, technically your house is not fit for occupancy. Okay. So that can be a real problem because as you know, and please don't, I don't want to get upset the council because we may need them at times, okay. but not everything moves 100% quickly yep. when you're trying to get all those things in, involved. Yeah. So, and, and then there is again, uh, the heck of a lot of compliance issues in the respect. And I can say that also, you would need to check your insurance requirements. A lot of landlord insurance are uh, mm. not very conducive to having pools. You buy a few uh, memberships for $40,000 to the local pool too, don't well, you? Well, I think so. And there are some places where you can get private pools that will um, that you can actually have memberships of. I know that yeah. there's one up in Black Hill, for instance. Oh, yeah. when, we were, when we were younger, my family, and I wasn't particularly fond of it, but the rest of the family were, we had membership and a key and a private pool that was shared with so many other groups that mm. and you used to book the time. So there are ways to, to be able to do it without what? necessarily burdening yourself with the cost. One of the positives about a pool in Ballarat though, Mark, is in winter you can go ice skating on it. It's so. fantastic in winter. And I don't know about you, but when you look at a pool in winter, it just makes you feel cold. <laughs> so therefore you probably got to get a so little bit more strongly. You mentioned spas. One thing that a lot of clients do, and I'd yeah, and this is probably what maybe I would do if I wanted that sort of thing is they'll get one of those portable, they're not that portable, but those spas that they can put on their outdoor entertaining area, they can still sit in summer. You can use it in winter. It's not that big of a hassle to keep clean, all those sorts of no. things. And you can either take it with you or sell it with a property if you want to move. Yeah, the thing that you will have to be aware of now though is in the past you could get away with a spa on, yep. on a deck without yeah. fencing, okay. that's not the case anymore. Yeah, so they fencing. are treated like, a, but, treated like a pool. But if you go to lease it out and you're worried about that, then take it You can take it away. And it's easy to get rid of. And that's exactly, it's interesting you mentioned about the Italian heritage gentleman, mm. which we shall call him next, because you yeah. don't know his name anymore. Um, the few that, are, that we've had with that have been rented, sometimes mm. that's the easier way, so they're covered um, yep. and they're sealed so that they're locked to a point where nobody can actually get to them. I personally love a spa. I think it's a fantastic thing to have. But I think that bears in the difference of 
with any, and I suppose that brings us to renovations in. in Sorry, Mark, I'm still trying to get over the image of you in the spa, so I've just. I don't think you really yeah. want to. It's very no, white, yes. it's very blubbery, yes, it's no. just not very good. Well, let's move on. No, enough but, about pools. But thinking about that, renovations in general, about whether it actually does help you or not, is um, we're getting. What, look, we've got our property manager department head here. Yes, she's, she's actually up holding up a piece of paper to us. But she's doing it such an incredibly long way away for two people who are blind that we can't read it. Now, I think she's going to be a bit more precise than we were. So here we go. All pools and spas need to be registered by council now. A lot of new rules in 2020. Thanks. You obviously weren't listening to all of our podcasts because we just said that. Yeah. <laughs> we're all good. No. Thank you, Lauren, who wasn't here, yeah. who was not part of the podcast. She'll, she'll be on next week. Uh, it's important, though, no, but that shows that she cared enough to actually come and yeah. make sure that we'd actually mention that. Pools covered. So but renovations as yes, well. Yes, well, uh, as I've mentioned, I'm building, well, got a block of land that one day will settle in Bally Manus, which is exciting. We'll build on that. But we're actually off to see a building designer tonight because we oh, might extend our current house. So that... Another big question we get asked, Mark, should I extend my current house or should I sell it and buy a new one? Now, we're a bit biased when it comes to selling houses, so we'll, we'll put that out there, sell, sell, sell. But um, We are, and one of my, look, I, I hate to mention my wife's things that she does, but she watches a lot of these property programs yep. because she's interested, and there's a particularly particularly successful series that's been syndicated through a number of countries, which is... Uh, should I, should I, um, what's it called? Love it or lease it, list it. Love it or list it's what it's okay. called. Never and so what it. that is, it's exactly the conundrum that we're talking about. Yep. Should they spend the money and should they renovate? Yep. Or should they actually look at listing the property and move to something that's more suitable? It's interesting that you say that because it seems to be about 50-50 in, in which way they end up going. Well, I think there's a lot of, we've put a fair bit of thought into it and I'd say we're 99% extending, but we'll wait till we sell much is going to cost first or I suppose, but from our perspective, we it's hard. We really like the location we live in. And I think so. that seems to be the number one reason to mm. extend, is that you're going to find it difficult to find what you've got in another location, or there's a cost mm. expectation about doing that. Yeah, so we're close to a supermarket, parks, as the kids get old, they'll be able to walk to the You've local got a primary young school. So all of those sort of things are important. Yeah. Probably good school zones. That's another thing you may not want to move out of mm, the school zone. I don't want to mention schools because I might upset someone. But we're we're, we're <laughs> not okay. we're not in the Ballarat High School zone, which right, a lot of people might have been. We're just just outside. But, but let's not everybody can be in the Ballarat High School zone, and no. not everybody wants to be in the Ballarat. No, High No, exactly. Zone. So, but we're in a really good location, so we go okay. Well. We could sell, we've looked at a few properties. I was a losing bidder on an auction property around the corner and that to me probably said, okay, well, maybe we should renovate. So, but it's worth, we go out all the time because if you're going to sell, there's obviously a fair for your costs, you've got to carry. Absolutely, and, and we think they're reasonable costs. Yeah. Because they're a means so, to an end, but So you've got, big. whatever you're going to buy is obviously going to have stamp duty on that. that Correct, you're going to so pay. you've got a buying selling cost factor that yep. you can work into, I save that. Yeah, and there's a bit of a, you know, I sort of thought, oh, well, at least I won't have to move, but then I probably can't stay there when they extend, renovate anyway, so I've sort of got to move anyway. Uh, The time frame, I'd say it's probably quicker and shorter to buy a house and sell yours because I'm going to have 
plans, council, we should get the council on. Plans, That's council, one, should, yeah. try and find a builder. You know, most of the good ones are normally fight out for a fair while. And, and, and yeah, you're never going to get one straight away. Yeah. Um, I've recently done some building mm. at, at the back of my place, and, and it was yeah. a trial and tribulation. Um, yeah. Fantastic once it's done, and you think it's all worth it, but it takes time. It takes time. But it's, it's interesting, even to the point of if you're going to have your property, if you bought an older property, you're having it restumped. Mm. Depending on the level of your stumping, sometimes you have to move out for that too. Yeah, and then you've got refinancing issues because it's a bit harder to refinance on a renovation, which I'm sure we'll find out. So there's a fair bit to go into it. So it's not a simple do this or do that. I think for us, the key is if you really like where you live, then that makes a big difference. If we hated where we live, we would just sell it and move and we need a bigger house anyway. But I think you need to return to the original uh, supposition, the question that you asked the old person. Supposition. Supposition, that's only a small one. We'll get okay. a bigger one in for you soon. Okay. Um, the reality is it comes down to what your future plans mm. are. Because if you're talking about you're going to go to this great expense and upheavalment, yep. which you will be upheaved mm. whilst you're doing it, um, and you're going to then think, but I'm going to have to move out in two years' time anyway, I'd probably suggest it's not a good thing. Well, we... But if you're going to use it and mm. you're going to be there for 10 years, then I think that's when the pendulum may sway. And potentially are we going to overcapitalise? That's maybe, the next question. Maybe a little bit. Sometimes but, that happens. There are plots of land and positions that will only yeah. take a certain ceiling point. Yeah. So, and do we end up in exactly what we want? It's a compromise because, you know, you, you wouldn't build what we've got if you're building it from scratch. Like it was no. built in the 60s, so it's a different I, sort of I home. I suggest so. that anybody who has ever built will get there and say, I wouldn't do this next time. Yeah. There's always things you learn along the way. Something. So it is a bit of a compromise, but I think from, you know, Back, put my agent's hat back on from our perspective when we go out is just to speak to people about exactly what they want and we're, we're not life coaches but we can tell them what the house is sort of worth in today's market give them an idea on what changeover cost will be give them an idea of potentially if they've got some plans of what the house will be worth when it's finished maybe look at comparables of you know, if they're going from three to four bedrooms, what four bedrooms are worth two living, all those sorts of things, some comparables to give them information. And then it's up to them to make the decision. And no two circumstances are going to be the same. And it's, no. I think what you've said in though, is a very good thing to do. If you're looking at it and it's an investment and you're wondering what the spend is going to improve your rental, you yep. should ask somebody. If you think you're going yep. to look at what the value is, so to make sure that you don't overcapitalize, you should ask somebody. Yep. If you don't care because you think you're never going to move, it probably is a moot point. Yep. But you should have an understanding of what you're going to do. I don't know about you, but I've always had a theory that if you're looking at it as a pure value proposition, mm. if you're spending $2, you need to be able to increase it by at least 3 to $4. Yeah, potentially. And I don't. we won't do that with our property, but it's not an investment, it's our home. So... That's like if this was an investment property, we wouldn't be going down this it path. Would be a different so it, it's no. different again. So there's so many moving things, and then it depends on you know what you can fit on your block, what can't you fit. Like I saw someone the other day, and just because of their block, it was going to cost him his plans two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to extend, and he's like. For 300 I can build a whole new house exactly what I want. And that's so, where you've got to... That, that's, again, comes down to that equation yeah. and summing up to make sure that your equilibrium is met somewhere. Yeah.
that's not that big a word, Mark. No, I've got. A, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit slow today. Yeah. I, I, but normally I get you. Easing one, back but into I, it. But you know that's why you don't put the video up, so we don't see your face. Well, we could talk all night, but we I reckon that's not a bad night. start. I think that's. And I think good. this year we'll try and get someone from the council, and maybe someone from planning. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, look, I'd really like that because as things change all the time, mm. and probably Lauren intervening in just to make sure that we had that. Mm. It's a pertinent point. If you had have been talking about that same situation only twelve months ago, that's not a relevant point. Yep. And there, there are people who think that they've got everything covered and they're not aware that there's been changes to either legislation. A, a classic scenario at the moment um, with all the fires, it's going to change mm. people's of ideas of what they might need to build in particular yep. locations, for instance. And I know from, uh, and you know, this is probably on attention, but I know from some person who actually unfortunately lost their property in fires a number of years ago, Mm. that the level of property that they built and was quite different to the one that was burnt, mm. purely because they just didn't want to be in that situation. Again. So there's all sorts of things that change daily. Things. And what's our favourite thing on this, Mark? Get advice Get from advice. the appropriate people. And that includes, as real estate agents, it's a great idea about the council because I don't know how many times I've made an appointment mm. for on the behalf of a client yep. at the council to go and find out. Find out. Because you're not quite sure. So yep. that's the best idea. And sometimes you're surprised. Mm. Now, before we go, Mark, I've got a little story about one of our listeners I found oh, out. Oh, okay. So often at Christmas we get a lot of tradies and, you know, our people who work with us bring in gifts and chocolates. We, it's we great. Do, we all, we all put on several kilos and <laughs> over December. And we had all these donuts brought in. And we had so much food we couldn't eat them all. I do recall and the donuts. Yes. And so there's this whole truck. And I went looking for the next day and they were gone. Anyway. I did one, see that they went pretty quick. I blame certain yeah. members in our office. Well, one of our staff members took them home. Right? <laughs> and she took them home for a son, which is fine. You know, I would have ate the next day. But anyway, I missed out. So she took oh, them home for a son. And turns up unbelievable. some person called Jeff. Turned Jeff. up and ate them all in a matter of oh, minutes. No, all of them gone. Your kid. Gone. Matter of minutes. Our famous Jeff. Famous Jeff. Oh my goodness. Here we always come across the nice guy and he's sitting at well, home eating I'm just my donuts. I'm a bit donuts. concerned that, you know, that he's had all of those Apparently. donuts. Because I think, you know, he's a bit like myself. He can't, he's got to watch his way. Does he? Bit. Well, anyway, I don't know. But I, I still think we, we should still hold keep that him against on? him because he's been a constant listener to us. Still keep and him on. I don't know about you, but he's personally given me some good feedback about I got a, I got how a, I had to improve. I got a lovely Christmas card Did from you? him. That's yes. fantastic. Lovely Christmas So I think card. that's really, really important that we okay, keep we'll, the underground we'll let him on the off. side. We'll let him off. Absolutely. Right. And look, it is good. It's nice to know that people are listening and, and there are questions out there, and that's realistically what we're here for, is just to provide information. So mm. please... Um, don't hesitate. Send the questions in. That was a really good one tonight. I like that idea of, of thinking mm. about things that don't have a black and white answer. Answer. Well, I saw my brother come for Christmas, and he said he listens every time till he falls asleep, he? which is normally about three or four minutes in. So, well, it's not bad. can you? I tell you what, I'm going to do for you. Yeah. I, I think I've got the recordings of them. I can send yeah. you them. We'll send him the last 25 minutes of each. Oh, one. that'd be great. Yep. So you can yeah. listen then. All right. Well, thank you, Mark. Yeah, and thank you, Tim. And can I say again, thank you for being with us. Let's hope your 2020 for all of you out there is going to be a fantastic uh, period of time and if there's any questions that you have pertaining to real estate or something around it send them into us fantastic thanks we'll, mark we'll see you next time bye, bye.